Okay, good afternoon, good evening, and good day to everybody out there in America, depending on where you are, or even around the world. This is the Common Sense American, and I'm coming at you again with the impeachment uh, proceedings in full swing. And I'm going to explain to you exactly what will happen if Donald Trump is impeached and or the Democrats retain or reclaim control of this country. It is an absolute nightmare that is looming on the horizon right now. And I'm going to dive into that in just a second. But before I do, let me throw something else out there. This is about Colin Kaepernick and his re-emergence into the limelight. I'm just going to say this once. There's no way I would dedicate an entire podcast to this idiot. Um, in no way can he say he's a slave. We're talking about somebody who has been treated like a like royalty, not just a celebrity, but literally a royalty throughout most of his adult life. All our professional athletes essentially are our aristocracy, as we've learned many times over in recent years. He leads a charmed life, basically can do no wrong at this, just like, again, like most professional athletes, you know, making the claim that you're some sort of slavery, you're fighting against something is the biggest load of crap. And the people who are not anywhere near as privileged as you are really hate it and find it really, really insulting. And not to mention unbelievably, mind-bogglingly stupid. Kaepernick, shut your face. I don't even want to look at you anymore. Ah, moving on. The impeachment proceedings. Uh, I think we've seen this clown show enough to know that there really isn't much here that can actually impeach the president. I just did a podcast last week about what this impeachment really means, what it is, what, uh, what it shows to Americans or any Americans with a brain willing to look at this and say, you know, this obviously isn't about Trump. It's about Democrats. It's about them wanting to reclaim power and get that control back of this country. Uh, as we've all seen, this has been going on since day one. He, they've wanted him out from the beginning. Whether or not you agree with an actual conspiracy slash coup, uh, whether or not you believe that that was in existence when Trump stepped into office or about there, there is absolutely no denying that Democrats have wanted him out from the beginning. And that has really been their primary goal. They stopped being elected officials of this country at that moment. Their primary goal became to unseat the president. And it had nothing whatsoever to do with Trump's ability or his competence. It had nothing to do with that. It never did. This was about Democrats being so shocked that they lost and lost royally, lost huge, that they knew that they would slip into obscurity if they didn't reclaim power. And we all know at this point that power and control are driving forces in all of humanity, and especially on the left at this point. We are seeing that in every single thing that they say, everything that they do, every edict they attempt to pass. These people are not offering you a different view of uh, the country. They are telling you the way it needs to be, and you are going to fall in line, or we're going to take you out. That is the message that they have been spreading ever since Trump went into office, and it affirmed a lot 
of beliefs for people uh, on the right, for people even in the middle. It, we've all sort of suspected and we've sort of seen in recent decades the extremist leanings of the left and just how far they have been willing to go and just how far they have gone. And instead of resisting that, instead of, you know, reverting to a more moderate stance over the past few years in response to Trump, they have, uh, the Democrats have become far more extreme far more insane. And in so doing, they have proven to millions of Americans that they don't really put our best interests at, you know, as a primary uh, goal for themselves. No, no, no. Even though we put them in office, they really only care about power and control. So think about it. If that's really their goal, and it appears to be that that is the case, if you give them power again, if you give them control of the White House in this country, if if uh, Trump is gone or he loses the election next year uh, to you know, Warren or Sanders or Biden or whoever, the bottom line, I, I don't want to, I hate being alarmist. I hate sounding extremist. I hate um, overstating, which we have way too much of. It has led to mass rashes of emotion. It has led to people thinking with their emotion and, and short not thinking, you know, when emotion overrides everything, your brain stops functioning. And um, I also said very clearly in, in a recent podcast that Trump derangement syndrome, which is very real, is a result of people simply being driven entirely by emotion and never even bothering to use their brains. Whether they're too lazy or simply brainwashed to the, to the extremes, I don't know. It's probably a combination of both. But imagine that on an authoritarian scale, imagine that in the White House as a form of your government. These are the people who are going to tell you the way things are. Again, we're not talking about people who are there to listen to your opinions and to make concessions and to try to figure out what works best for this country. They are there to tell you how things are going to go. And you can like it or we will silence you. Now, if we put a Democrat in office again, if it's Obama 2.0, only worse, which it's going to be, almost regardless, because they've gone so far left and they're so extremist. If we put any Democrat in office, if we put any of them in power, you know we're going to get a basically a, a far left whack job who cannot be trusted and will just drive this country into the gutter. What we've been seeing for the past 50 or 60 years is a slippery slope of uh, consisting of a continual disintegration of the nuclear family, a... Uh, continual spread of amorality, the attitude of everything is okay, that there are no boundaries, there are no limits, uh, that success and achievement and accomplishment and ambition are bad things, that these are things that we should not be embracing, that these may, well, they make other people feel badly because they don't have the ambition and the drive and the willpower and the intelligence and work ethic that the people who built this country have, and of course, we have to take care of them first. We will, and I'm going to make this very clear, we will revert to loser culture, which is what has been infecting our country for a very long time now. 
I call it loser culture. That is my term for it. This is my term for young people in their 20s dressing like they're bums on the street and thinking that there's nothing wrong with it and that anybody who tries to dress even a little bit better is an elitist. Anybody who puts a little bit of effort forward into how they present themselves to the world Anybody who puts effort into their jobs, anybody who says, yes, I do support this country and this president, you will be shouted down. We have a group of people, young people, a generation that is growing up essentially useless, completely worthless. And it is a product of those decades of a liberal downhill slope. That slippery slope has created the most worthless, the most dangerous people that this country has ever seen. And they're dangerous because they're worthless. They're dangerous because they're unbelievably narrow-minded, that they have no, no morality whatsoever. None. Whenever a Democrat talks about morality now, I, I have to laugh. I, I'll fall right off the chair. It's freaking hilarious. What morality? Where? You've been waging a war against morality for decades, for many, many years. What do you think abortion is? If, you, if you're wondering about my stance on that, where I believe liberals get off on the abortion train, uh, go back a ways. You can find that. I did a, a podcast as to why liberals love abortion. But that's hardly the only uh, instance. That is only the tip of the amoral iceberg. We are seeing it in our media. We are seeing it in our entertainment. Our entertainment is so disgusting, I can't even look at it anymore. We are seeing people who are saying, well, we're going to take the First Amendment... And we are not going to assume any responsibility for that freedom. See, this is what people are missing. We have to take responsibility for our lives, and we have to take responsibility and do responsible things with the freedoms we are given. The freedom of the First Amendment is to, you should be allowed to say whatever you wish to say. You should not, in good conscience, spread filth that has no redeeming value, for no reason other than that you want to push an agenda or you just want to make money. Now, I am a capitalist. I believe in a free market economy. I believe in these things. What I don't believe in are people who simply try to spread immorality as if it's normal and try and put it in everything. This is why we have television shows and movies and music and everything now that is basically telling you that low-life losers are the norm. Low-life idiots, these people who have endless problems, that cannot run their own lives, that can't do anything and blame society for it and sit around whining or get violent about it. Did, nobody, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of loser culture. I'm tired of watching these people. I'm tired of looking at them even outside my door. I'm tired of looking at these people dominate the world, lazy, slack-offs, worthless, hostile, the belief that all the lower classes are fine and great and noble and anybody who has done anything to succeed is a danger. We are so far backwards. And by the way, this is what socialism will bring us. If we let a far left Democrat into the House, what else are we letting in? We might be letting in full on socialism or if not full on darn close because it's what they want. OK, we are we're already seeing it. I mean, let's face it. Uh, our healthcare system is borderline socialist already. And that's only going to get worse if we let a Democrat into power. This is what's going to happen. We are going to see a 
even more of a decline in personal responsibility, in personal freedoms, in having the individual freedoms to do what we want to do and do them in a responsible manner. To step outside and say, I am going to do this because it makes me a better person, and it makes my community a better person, and it makes my country a better person. Instead of saying, I'm going to do this because I feel like it, and to hell with everybody else, which is the liberal maxim. Okay, that really is what they believe and what they think everybody should believe. It's all about me. These people are the most egotistical, self-centered, egocentric humans alive. They, that's what makes them the biggest hypocrites in the world. They try to pretend it's all about everybody else. When in fact, if you don't give them theirs, if you don't give them their piece of the pie, like with socialism, where everybody gets a piece of the pie, they are going to revolt and they are going to get hostile and violent. Because we have produced people who can't actually do for themselves. And they believe that that's okay. They believe that it doesn't matter, that where there should be a 20-hour work week, so we can spend the other zillion hours focusing on ourselves. As if we don't have already plenty of time to focus on ourselves. That's a big crap lie right there. How much time do people spend sitting in front of screens? Hmm? You tell me that, oh, well, the lower class, they have to work so hard, and they should be granted all this time off and all this extra money that other people have, when in fact, it's just that some people have more ambition, more intelligence, more drive than others. I'm sorry, that's the way it is, okay? There are certain things that I cannot do, and I know I can't do them. I'm not qualified to do them. And even if I trained to do them, I would not be as good as people who naturally take to that sort of thing. It doesn't make me feel bad. It doesn't make me go, oh, well, those people should be lowered, and I should be getting the same as them just because, you know, just because I breathe air, apparently. This is what we're going to be ushering in. The age of everyone should get everything for almost nothing. We are already close to that, and it's exceedingly dangerous. If Trump goes out, now Trump has been trying to push the meritocracy a little bit farther. He is trying to return us to a sense of pride and responsibility and discipline and ambition and reward these things and not spread the message that these are bad things and that the people who laze around and scream at people for being, you know, oh, well, you have more money, so we're going to take you down, which is the beginnings of hostile socialism. Instead of that, we have been trying to say, well, maybe we should just be logical about this. Maybe we should have a brain. Maybe we should use some common sense and say, you know what? When everyone attempts to be the best they can be at whatever it is that they're doing, that is when a country truly thrives. We give them the freedom to do whatever they please to do, provided it is not infringing on the rights of others and it is contributing directly to the community and the country. That is your right, but you are going to give back. And if you don't, don't expect for everyone else to prop you up. We can no longer prop up so many millions. We certainly can't keep propping up the millions in other countries. We have plenty of problems here. You let a Democrat in, not only Will taxes go through the roof because the number of people who need to be propped up is out of control? That's just in this country. And they're going to think that we need to be propping people up all over the world. And all it does is send the same message, which is it's okay for you to be propped up. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Whatever you want. Someone else will take care of you. Someone else will take care of it. That is the message that is being sent, and that will circle the globe if you let Democrats back in. It was already starting under Obama, and it was starting to get a stranglehold in this country, and we are seeing the clash of what happens when that uh, you know, completely egocentric, 
useless side of the country, and there are many millions, clashes with the people who actually work, who actually want to do something, who actually stand for something and believe in things, who have a moral center, who believe in this country, who believe in a work ethic, who believe that there is an employer-employee relationship, and that, oh, by the way, no, you don't deserve to get $20 an hour for flipping burgers. It's completely idiotic. You don't understand what impact that has, especially on small businesses and even medium-sized businesses, to force them to pay for something that these people don't deserve. We have to be done with handing things out that were never earned. We have to get away from that, and we will not. We will slip back and go back even farther if a Democrat gets back into power. If we have a Democrat president and a Democrat Senate and a Democrat House, God forbid, you may as I don't even know what to do at that point. The country will fold. It will collapse. We, they, you can't. They have no way of actually running a country. They don't. They can't. It's essentially one giant business. One of the reasons why Trump is doing so well and the economy is doing so well is because he's a businessman. He's not really a politician, which is what this country has needed for some time. You put one of these career politicians back in there who haven't the slightest clue what the value of a dollar is or what it even means, and you're going to get a disaster. It's going to be catastrophe, like Warren. And her insane, whatever it is, I don't know, $21, $30 trillion Medicare. Just shut up. These people have no idea what that entails. You know, and their climate change insanity of how much everyone should be spending to stop it. They're going to tax you so heavily. Blue. They're going to, and it, who gets hit? They think, they're trying to make it sound like it's the rich who are going to be taxed. That that's who they're going after. That they're going, what? The rich have been taxed. To the, to the nines for decades. Go ahead, go up to a millionaire. Ask him how much he pays in taxes. It's 35, 40% of a year, if not more. Yes, the people who make more get taxed a lot more than the other people. And by the way, the middle class will have to bring up the rear on this. And because that is the overwhelming majority in this country and always has been and probably always will be, they are the ones who are going to get hit the hardest by any Democrat in the House, in, in the White House. They are the one who's going to be, get hit the hardest. We've seen that. We've noticed that. Anybody who's middle-class American knows very well that if you put a Democrat in the House, if you put them in power, you are going to suffer. Your pockets are going to suffer. Your bank's going to suffer. And everything is around you is going to Things are going to start falling apart because they cannot run a business. They cannot run a country. Okay? That's just what's going to happen. If Trump goes away, this we are going to experience sort of a backslide and that backslide, I don't know what's at the end of that backslide. I also don't know how to pull out of it. We pulled out of it or tried to pull out of it when Trump replaced Obama. That was a complete 180. That was millions and millions of Americans standing up, standing up and saying, no, this we're, we're going way too far left. We're going too insane. This has to stop or we're just going to be immersed in darkness. We're going to be bat crap crazy. Worse than Venezuela, worse than Greece when it crumbled, worse than all of these socialist areas because we also have a full-on liberal agenda that makes no sense. I just saw some ridiculous post from the ACLU about how men can be pregnant and men can have babies. I guess that's the whole, oh, there's no such thing as gender or there's no such thing as a gender that you're born. I, I don't know. All I know is it feels like I'm living in a parallel dimension and all of that is going to get far worse if Trump goes down and if we you know, cede power back to the Democrats. I don't want to sound extremist. I don't want to sound alarmist. I don't want to overstate. I don't like doing those things, but I can't see it any other way 
This is critical. This is very, very important. And by the way, if it happens, I don't even know if I can stay in this country. I really don't. There are many other places in this world I could live. And I, I mean, as much as I love this country, if we can't find a way to pull ourselves out of it, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, I mean, we've already fought back with Trump. If they're basically saying, no, we're more powerful than all of you, and we're going to take him out and put whoever we want in there, to hell with all of you, and we're going to manipulate it all with a liberal media and an entertainment system designed specifically to push a certain agenda, and we have that agenda and that message being pushed every single day in everybody's face, there's no avoiding it, and you turn an entire country in that direction, I don't know how to fight that, I admit. Okay? Anyway, that's my rant for today. Um, hopefully, again, I don't, I don't like to sound extremist, but I, I do think this is important. I do think this is critical. And I think we should spread the word and get it out there. And uh, say, you know, if this happens, we are in trouble. Let's not let that happen, okay? And be very clear as to what Democrats are trying to do to us. Think about that, and I will see you again next week. Thank you.